HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, a supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit corin.com. Welcome to Japan Needs. I'm your host, Akiko Tema, food writer and director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi, ramen, mizukaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my good guests. My guest today is Yuki Weki, who is the Assistant Vice President for Zenno America. Zenno America is a subsidiary of the National Federation of Agricultural Cooperative Association of Japan. And as you may know, Wagyu beef is known for its extreme marbling and delicateness and for its unique peasant flavor. Behind its deliciousness, there's so much to discover, such as its breeds, how it's raised, and the healthy, unsaturated fat it contains. So today we'll discuss why Wagyu is by definition, and difference between Wagyu, Washu, and Kobe, the grading system to guarantee Wagyu's quality on your plate, why Wagyu's fighting marbling is not bad for you, and much, much more. But before you start, Japan is available on the Heritage Radio Network website, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Twitter, or Spotify, whichever you listen to, and subscribe to Japanese. And please write a review. We truly appreciate your feedback. Now, let's start a conversation with Yuki Weki. Hello, Yuki. Welcome to the show. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm Yuki from Zen America. Hi. So, so first of all, to get to know you, uh, where are you from? And what did you eat when you grew up? I am originally from Osaka. I grew up on my mother's home cooking. I look forward to eating out a few times a year. Teppanyaki brought me to get interested in food. In China, when I, my father arrived in China, Wagyan for girls tasted amazing. Tasted amazing to me at that time. I worked in Izakaya in Tokyo with part-time job because I wanted to know food more when I was a college student. Mm. 
Right. So it makes sense that you are doing what you're doing now. So, so now <laughs> you work for Zenno America, which is a subsidiary of Zenno or the National Federation of Agricultural Cooperative Associations in Japan. So what is the role of Zenno and what is your responsibility at Zenno America? Zenno is Japanese cooperatives. We support farmers' farming and livings. For example, we buy crops for feed and fertilizer materials in the United States and other countries. And then we distribute vegetables, fruits, meats, and so on, which are produced by farmers and producers. My career in Zeno has been selling Wagyu. In my first year, I was in Fukushima and I sold Wagyu called as Fukushimagyu. Moved to Tokyo, I worked for exportation of Wagyu. I was in charge of exportation to Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and Thailand. Now I am in New York, and my mission is to support the promotion of educative programs to expand Japanese agriculture products, not only in the United States, but also Canada and Mexico. Mm. So it sounds like you know everything about Wagyu from literally the farm to table. Mm-hmm. Right in the world. So, yeah, and then I know that Zenno promotes sales of unique Japanese agricultural products, including rice, fruits, and vegetables, and of course, wagyu. So, I mean, Japanese uh, governments really keen on exporting their products, but, you know, like any other government in the world, but I think Japanese obsessive development of branded uh, agricultural products, which is very interesting. And one of them, of course, is wagyu that we're going to talk about. So, so let's talk about Wagyu. So first of all, what is Wagyu by definition? Okay, uh, Wagyu is made up of two kinds of letters. Uh, it's common for Japanese people. Uh, Wa means Japan. Q means beef. The definition of Wagyu is four kinds of Wagyu. Japanese black, Japanese brown, Japanese shahong, Japanese pole, and crossbreed with these breeds. Wagyu, that is familiar with many people, is Japanese wag- Japanese black. Their characteristics are fine marbling and meatiness. More than 95% of Wagyu in Japan is Japanese black. Today, in this podcast, the terms of Wagyu means Japanese black. Mm, right. So uh, I saw many um, pictures of these four breeds of Wagyu, and they're really beautiful. Like um, yeah. really like prize looking <laughs> beautiful um, <laughs> cows and uh, bulls. So okay, so when did Wagyu start to become a brand? Uh, it is said that there are currently more than three hundred brands throughout Japan. Brands are closely related to the legend. There are various theories about the origin of brand beef. And it seems that brown beef already existed more than 200 years ago during the Edo period. Since meat eating was prohibited in Edo period, it was not until after the Meiji period, about 150 years ago, that eating beef became common. It is actually only recently in the 1990s that branding became widespread. Mm, interesting. So, um, well, just listeners, uh, people 
uh, who's not familiar with Japanese history, why Japanese people didn't eat meat. That was uh, 675 uh, Emperor Tenmu banned eating uh, any animals. I mean, some, some are exceptions, but uh, basically uh, the general public couldn't eat meat because of the Buddhist belief. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not good for everybody. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> but then uh, secretly I, I heard that people are still eating meat, for example, uh, the beef and the cows are used for as a labor force, but when it's retired and eventually has to be useless, I heard uh, some are um, slaughtered and then uh, some are secretly uh, gifted to the emperor or something like that. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but uh, when the Japanese government uh, decided to reopen the country after 200 years, Sakoku, that's uh, closed I mean, the closed means that they are not active, uh, mostly non-active about trade and dipl- diplomatic activities. Um, so then suddenly uh, the emperor ha- realized you have to start eating animals to be active in diplomatic activities like dinners with other diplomats. You have to eat beef. And also uh, eating meat, Japanese people perceived it's important to be bigger physically, bigger and stronger, like Western um, people. So suddenly Japanese people started to eat meat. And what I heard is even uh, up until then, uh, all those uh, cattle was used to uh, as a workforce, but people started eating Japanese breeze. They realized it's easy to marbling. So, so then uh, to make the cattle more bigger, bigger productive and more saleable to produce more yields, meaning um, it sells on the more uh, one cattle, uh, the body of the cow can produce more saleable pieces. Then the, the mixture of breeze, Western and Japanese breeze. So is that how Wagyu was developed? Is that the kind of right understanding? Western and uh, East, uh, Japanese breeze are kind of mixed to make it bigger and get the best part of each yes uh exactly uh the uh the meat cow uh is originally from uh the uh the crossbreed with uh the from korea from uh, the western and uh the developed uh, the, uh 100 years ago and uh after after that uh their uh their uh marbling are improving and right now uh, no, most of uh, I I will I will speak I will talk about uh, the grading system after the, after this uh, but uh, the, right now uh, marbling uh, fine marbling amazing marbling uh, the more than ninety uh, percent of uh, wagyu uh, graded as uh, the A four or A five. Mm, right. So as a result of all this experience of producing the best of Western and Japanese beef, meaning more marbling and a bigger body, which I think is represented in uh, the black uh, wagyu that you mentioned, right? The, it's the 95% is a kuroge washu. That's the one. Uh, it's most represented in a successful breed of wagyu. So, okay. Um, 
All right, so we'll take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll dive into why Wagyu has unique, delicious flavor and how to cook Wagyu at home. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, a supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American, and that is why they are located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Coin's Tribeca showroom is home to the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan. Stop by to view the exquisitely designed tableware and the wireless natural sharpening stones. They have a whole range of knife services, from repair and rust removal to reshaping and realigning. Coin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the highest quality Japanese design to your table so you can experience the unparalleled quality of Japanese craftsmanship in your home or restaurant. For more information, visit coin.com. This episode is supported by HRN business member Chemists in the Kitchen by LabX. Chemists in the Kitchen is a YouTube video series by LabX, spotlighting the power of chemistry and how science and food can bring people together. In each episode, real scientists walk you through topics like making your own pickles, the chemistry behind ceviche, and much, much more. It's a love letter to science, cooking, and individuality, with some great tips on how you can apply real scientific principles to your own kitchen. Plus, it's just a lot of fun. Subscribe on YouTube to watch the entire series for free. Chemist in the Kitchen by LabX is a program of the National Academy of Sciences and supports HRN's creative educational reporting and storytelling that drive conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. Welcome back. You're listening to Japanese on Heritage Video Network, HRN. I'm your host, Aki Katayama, and my guest today is Yuki Ueki, who is the Assistant Vice President of Zenno America, which is a subsidiary of the National Federation of Agricultural Cooperative Association of Japan. So in America, we often hear Kobe beef as Wagyu. So what is the difference between Kobe beef and Wagyu? Kobe is one of the Wagyu brands. Kobe means same as Miyazaki or Masaka. Each brand has their own definition, and beef that meets criteria become brands. Unfortunately, I sometimes hear that there is a misconception that Kobe is Japanese Wagyu beef. Mm, right, so Kobe is just one, one of the brands. So what other brands uh Earlier, out of like 300 brands you mentioned earlier in Japan? Uh, so uh, in New York, I, I saw uh, the many Miyazaki and uh, other area, uh, there are many Kagoshima. Uh, these, uh, these three brands, uh, I think these three brands are very famous and popular in the United States. Mm, right. Yeah, it's almost like whenever you go to uh, local uh, areas, of Japan, like for example, I went to Hida, Takaima area, and there's a Hidagyu, that's another Wagyu. And uh, you can hear Matsudaka, Omi, Yoneza, and all those different kinds of Wagyu. And uh, the qualities are qualities really good. So uh, listeners, if you go to Japan, probably you can find uh, good uh, Wagyu uh, throughout the country. So 
we sometimes hear the term washu beef. And uh, what's the difference between washu and wagyu beef? Okay, uh, washu is one of American brand beef. It seems crossbreed of wagyu and Angus. Mm. Okay, so uh, so the washu beef is only grown outside of Japan. Outside of Japan. Okay, so right. So by definition, uh, Japanese wagyu wagyu has to be um, grown, raised uh, in Japan. Uh, that's the Japanese government's definition. But washu probably uh, is from Australia or uh, United States or some other countries outside of Japan and. Uh, so that's the difference. And washu maybe, uh, according to what I've seen, can be slightly less expensive. And uh, uh, it's, it's different. There is a difference between washu and wagyu beef uh, because they are from different countries. Um, okay, so why is wagyu so special and priced in terms of the taste? Wagyu is more marble than other beef, as you know. Wagyu marbling gives their texture feeling mainly in your mouth. And Wagyu pot has unique flavor, Wagyu aroma called as Wagyuko. Wagyu pot exhibits richer and sweeter than other beef. Wagyu flavor gets stronger when beef is heated up. You can enjoy Wagyu with its looks, taste, texture, and the flavor. Mm. Right. When we hear about um, scent, of beef, we, we in this Western countries, it was like, what are you talking about? So, uh, how does Wagyu Ko smell like if you have to describe it? Mm, I don't think, uh, but uh, many people said uh, that it smells it's like uh, the coconuts and the peach and sometimes uh, lemon glass. Mm, interesting. So, like a fruitiness and some herbal uh, good yeah. flavor, which would probably represent uh, what they're eating as a cuddle. So, wagyu is known for its rich fat content, but the fat is quite healthy. Uh, that's what I heard. So, could you tell us why? Japanese wagyu has higher proportion of unsaturated fatty acid due to higher concentration of oric acid. The stuff found in olive oil. Monounsaturated fatty acid have little effect on total cholesterol. They are high healthy dietary fat because they can lower bad cholesterol while increasing good cholesterol. With an oric acid concentration level of more than 50%, Japanese wagyu contains 20% more oric acid than other premium beef. Please be careful that like olive acid, too much, too much can make you fat. Mm, because fat is fat, anyways, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, fat is fat. <laughs> right. And uh, I heard the melting point of Wagyu beef is 80 degrees Fahrenheit, um, which is 26 degrees centigrade on average, compared to uh, butter, which is 90 to 95 de uh, degrees Fahrenheit and 30 to 35 degrees centigrade. That means that it melts. Uh, really smoothly in your mouth, that gives you a very nice uh, mouthfeel. And you can enjoy the flavor of Wagyuko as well. So it's really a beautiful and delicate taste experience to, to have Wagyu. And 
healthy as, as much as you don't eat too much. Um, so, um, so I heard that the feed Wagyu cattle eat is different from regular cattle, and that is why Wagyu is uniquely delicious. So what do you uh, think Wagyu is eating in general? Okay, uh, okay. Wagyu cattle generally eat twice a day. Uh, some farmers are that's four times a day or something, but uh, the two times a day in general. Once in the morning and once in the evening. Plus, they are fed dried grass or and rice straw, followed by compound feed that is a mixture of corn, soybean, oats, and so on. The dried grasses and the rice straw help to condition the stomach, while the compound feed that has more calories helps to enlarge the body. It is similar to how humans should eat solid first at meals. Mm, right. So, and I heard that each farm kind of uh, customize uh, the feed depending on what they are aiming for. And it's, a, it's not just a mass-produced animal, and it's very delicately designed feed that we yep. uh, fed. So, okay. And uh, so what you is expensive for many good reasons. So, first of all, how long does it take to raise a cow? Cows become meat about 28 to 30 months after birth. In Japan, there are two types of farmers, breeding farmers who raise cow and cows for 8 to 10 months, and fatting farmers who grow cows to, uh, to be bigger. American beef mostly slaughters between 18 to 24 months, while it is raised for a longer period than other beef. Mm, right. So naturally, um, it takes a longer time before it's going to the market, and also the feed costs a lot of money because it's a customized expensive feed as well. So as a result, yeah. we pay a premium for the quality. Um, and also, um, Wagyu is expensive for special care uh, the cattle get. That's what I heard. So like I heard sometimes they drink beer and they get a massage and um, yeah. Could you give us some examples? Are they true? Okay. Or... <laughs> okay. Uh, so honestly, in my experience, I never met a producer who gives beer. Some producers do brushing, like massage. One producer told me that it is important to keep cows feeling comfortable. He looks around each cow five times a day, not to miss even small physical conditions. He attaches pond to keep cool in summer. In winter, he builds a kind of protective wall to prevent cold window and snow. Many wagyu producers make an effort to keep their cows comfortable every day. Mm, right. Yeah, I, I think uh, actually I heard that there is an example of um, make a uh, cuddle drink some beer to just relax for the same purpose because they need to have relaxed muscles and the mental state and uh, that really makes sense. Okay, so in Japan, Wagyu is strictly graded and certified for its quality. So could you explain the grading system? Okay, uh, Japan Meat Grading Association, called as JMGA, is responsible for grading. 
Japanese grading system is made up from two letters. One is an alphabet from A to C. The other is a number from A 1 to 5. The alphabet is ill-weight, and this shows how much meat gets from the carcass. The number is meat quality. This represents marbling, color, and so on. The carcass you might have seen Loki training the punching the carcass is graded by checking the meat cross-section between six leaves and the seventh leaf. I had many opportunities to see grading in Fukushima, but it took about two years to understand how, how variable the carcass is. Mm, right. And uh, that's uh, the chart of the ABC, so that's the kind of yield versus the marbling level. Uh, and A5 is the most marbled and the most yield of the meat, maybe highest quality to be able to sell. But A5 doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best, right? It's depending on what you like. If you have less marbling, A5 may not be what you want, right? Yes. Right. So it's like a Japanese sake. Uh, some people like Junmai Daiginjo for the purity. Some people like Junmai <laughs> or Junmai Ginjo because of the preference, uh, the flavor. So, but it's a great um, benchmark to find uh, how guaranteed the quality that you look for is on your plate. Okay, so where can we buy Wagyu in the U.S. to cook at home? You can get Japanese Wagyu in Japanese grocery store and some Costco locations. Crowd mm. Cow is famous for Japanese Wagyu online shop. Currently, I sell Japanese Wagyu in H Mart and Wegmans in Manhattan, as well as Japanese grocery store. Hmm. Okay, so it sounds like it's more like becoming more available. Uh, yeah. Too. Right. That's that's exciting. Um, Okay, so what recipes would you recommend to cook wagyu at home? I recommend sukiyaki. Sukiyaki is cooked with wagyu pot, sugar, and soy sauce. This wagyu mm. with beaten egg is so amazing. It tastes sweetness, a bit of salty, and rich flavor. In Japan, eating raw eggs are in general bad. In United States, it's difficult. So I substitute post egg. It might be tough to find thin sliced wagyu. Uh, my recommend, my second recommendation is roast beef. Grill the surface and then cool down with ice water and made tau tau, or put it into the oven and heat it up. You can use wagyu oil that comes from grill to make sauce with onion and garlic. It's like Japanese thing, but I love to eat this with rice. Mm, right, but to cook wagyu, you have to be careful, right? Because if you cook too much, the um, lower temperature melting point um, can cause the wasting the fat because it's when you cook, yes. it can just leak out and leave in, yeah. in the pan. So just uh, lower temperature is better when you cook wagyu? Or... Uh, so on uh, the first three are uh, the grid on uh, the heat up uh, the grill is very strong and uh, uh okay uh, so in, for skiaki uh i heard uh, that to 200 or something 
And uh, when I was uh, make cook a roast beef, uh, the the oven temperature uh, is always at uh, three hundred and uh, ten min uh, twenty minutes. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Right. Okay. So much lower than what you do uh, with regular beef. Okay. And um, so um, the word wagyu in English. Uh, it's in English dictionaries, and you can see in Russian menus more often than before. Um, so is Wagyu consumption increasing in recent years in America? And also, uh, who is eating Wagyu in America? Uh, yes, uh, the consumption of Wagyu is increasing. Firstly, uh, statistics say there are some years declined from previous years with some reasons. But I feel Japanese Wagyu is getting popular more and more. Especially during COVID, developed Wagyu online store, the volume of exportation Wagyu from Japan drastically increased. It seems that Japanese Wagyu was consumed mainly at a high-end restaurant, so people with money enjoyed Wagyu at that time. But I believe that many people are enjoying Wagyu beef these days thanks to development of online stores. Mm. Right. So, um, by the way, Wagyu is highly marbled, and you, you said you shouldn't eat too much to <laughs> stay healthy. But what's the portion uh, size do you recommend per serving? Uh, so, uh, the, if you if you eat uh, the sukiyaki or shabu shabu, it's like uh, the hot pot. Uh, you can eat. I think uh, the one fifth. Uh, 150 grams or 200 grams. On the other hand, uh, the steak, I, I recommend uh, the, mm, 100 grams, 80, 100 grams or 100 grams, like uh, three, on, uh, four, three ounces or four ounces. Mm, right. And also the price-wise, we go to steakhouse, um, I, you might find Wagyu B, but it's, it's not like gigantic. <laughs> other yes. parts of meat so yeah it's, it makes sense and also the price wise it's more available too yes right okay so i know that your mission is to promote uh value beef consumption uh outside of japan so give us some reasons good reasons why we should eat wagyu okay uh wagyu is one of the unique meats you can enjoy its beautiful marbling texture with melting your mouth and rich flavor. I hope you will have a special experience with Japanese Wagyu with your loved ones, family, and friends on your special day. Mm, right. And uh, to me, Wagyu is uh, one uh, type of food or ingredient. But uh, when I spoke to uh, one of the Wagyu farmers, um, he was talking about he how he raises uh, raises wagyu, and then uh, he said he names uh, each cow. Uh, yes, and uh, like this, he said, that's my daughter's. <laughs> each one is my daughter. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I wanted to talking about um, slaughtering uh, the cow after thirty six months or so. Uh, he, he was crying because it's it's a. Uh, he knew it was eventually the cow had to die to be consumed um, and enjoyed, but you know it's like a soul, and uh, it's not one of those manufactured meat. It's about 
um, providing the best possible um, food ingredient. And also it's a very responsible way. It's uh, the food chain concept that runs through the Wagyu. So yeah, it's just a one type of ingredient, but to me, culturally, there's so much in Wagyu. So I hope people enjoy it and also appreciate the culture of raising Wagyu because it's like, it's like a sushi. The same thing, it was really a carefully raised um, tradition in Japan. So, yeah, so uh, listeners, if you get a chance, please enjoy Wagyu, but not too much <laughs> for many reasons. Not too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, where can we find your updates online? And on social media. So uh, now, right now, we don't have uh, any uh, online shop or some other uh, social media. Uh, but uh, you can find uh, many Wagyu online store. And uh, I, I, as I mentioned, uh, it gets uh, it, it is getting more popular and more um, more popular uh, in United States. You can find uh, the. Uh, in many grocery stores uh, in the United States. And uh, we have, uh, we support uh, some promotion in uh, the United States or uh, other countries. So uh, please check uh, the social media. Uh, the, I think uh, if you put uh, the uh, Wagyu uh, in, into the box, uh, you can find out many information. Mm, right. And uh, well, the Zen Notes, there's a Zen Note website, there's an English page as well. It's uh, www.zenno.or.jp uh, slash English. And uh, it's zenno.or.jp uh, if you're interested in business. And uh, you can find some, uh, there's a tab for Japan brands where you can find more information on Wagyu as well. So, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Yuki, and uh, good luck. And uh, Hope uh, people can find good value in this country and uh, discover the culture. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, please enjoy other Japanese value. <laughs> okay, so listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japanese at heritageradionetwork.org or kikokatema.com. Japanese is a weekly program. It's always available at heritageradionetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify as a podcast. Our engineer is Liam Warner, and thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Japan Eats is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.